0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art Craft Beer Podcast. My name is AJ Kearns, and I am proud to be your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring some of our favorite beers and breweries to life. This week is is no different. We're uh, introducing you to the one and only Miss Cy Espinall. We came to learn of her work through the Labels and designs that she's done for the Bronx Brewery in, yes, you guessed it, Bronx, New York. She appeared on an Instagram Live episode with Kevin, one of the owners. And just there was a great energy. The way they were supporting their artists really resonated with me. You know, we dove into size work, saw what she was doing, you know, to support her community, social activism, art, putting herself out there modeling, storytelling, being creative. And it just really, I thought that it was really kind of just a no-brainer you that this would, uh, you know, we we would team up and get her on here. So I think this is a really positive episode. And by that, I mean, it really uh, tells a great story of perseverance, of being honest with yourself and the ideas that we look at in terms of quote-unquote success. And I think that, you know, what Sai's doing is being her truest self, and I think it's really resonating. She's building this community, this tight-knit uh, group of, of followers, or kind of a team, you know. and she's interactive, she engages with them, you know, she's getting feeling their support, and it kind of pushes her to move forward, and uh, this is a great episode. Uh, I really have been blessed these last couple seasons with people really opening their shelves up personally to me, and allowing us to, to sell, tell their story and celebrate them and look for things that hopefully will inspire others or even just allow others to feel like they're not alone. You know, we're huge advocates for the importance of you know, mental health. We touch on that in this episode and just really kind of, uh, you know, we bring it all together. So if you are not following along, you should please, please do so. It's Cy Espinal, S-Y-E Spinal. So S-Y-E-S-P-I-N-A-L on Instagram, the Bronx Brewery. Uh, you can find them under that as well. And uh, yeah, so this is episode 167. We're really proud of this one. It's really important for us. These stories that we're telling of, you know, uh, hardship, hustle, grind, uh, you know, diversity, inclusion, support, you know, transparency, honesty. Hard work, hustle, grind, and the list goes on and on. So, this episode, we would like to uh, dedicate this episode to the memory of Brianna Taylor. You know, as we're recording this, you know, unfortunately, um, which was you know, in many ways uh, to be expected, given the uh, systematic racism and failures of our system, that the indictment against the police officers, you know, that murdered her uh, in Kentucky they couldn't even, you know, when you think about it and you step back, they couldn't even get a trial. You know, we're not saying that they need to be found guilty. We couldn't even get an indictment to have these officers who murdered another human being to go to trial. So you know, that's where we are. We're, you know, here, you know, we're supporters. You know, we believe strongly in that uh, diversity and inclusion allows for creativity and inclusion and new perspectives and, all aspects of life especially uh, brown and black women uh, their voices need to be heard uh, you know too many times you know the the narrative of the story you know focuses you know on the male perspective or you know when you look at it not that the death of George Floyd was anything to uh, you know take light of but Brianna had been murdered months before that and only once you know, Georgia's story came to, you know, the public spectacle that we hear more about Brianna and, you know, her murder. So, it's a, yeah you know, it's a lot, uh, and it's really, it's just a really sad time uh, here, and a lot of people are hurting, they taking to the streets, and, you know, no justice, no peace, and I think it's just really important. And so, I know that what we do here is just one small slither, one small piece of support, but... We use our platform, you know, we use our our megaphone uh, to really let you know what's important to us and you know all of these artists and what they do not only for for beer but for art. We truly believe the art makes the world a better place, and you know people like Sire are doing that every day. And from this episode, you can see that it's a, it's just a lot of heavy lifting also too. It's a it's a big burden, and you know those that choose to accept that weight you know we have to be there for them also to allow them to take a step back take some time and you know deal with those you know added stresses because it's not you know a lot of times it's it's extra work it's volunteer work it's things outside of the the normal quote-unquote day-to-day and these people are special and you know that's what we're here to do celebrate their art celebrate their story celebrate their life and so uh, we're really excited this is the 16 ounce canvas again my name is AJ Kierens each and every week here uh, but this episode, you know, we're here to tell Sai's story, to get you a little perspective on her, Sai Espinal on Instagram, the Bronx Brewery, A.J. Karen's 16-ounce canvas, episode 167, and 167 is a prime number, so we're just going to get at it. I think the, uh, the energy is good, it's a good story, and so just sit back, relax, and uh, Enjoy. Cheers. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer Podcast. Very excited to have us today checking in from the Bronx, Cy Espinal. You can follow along with her uh, on Instagram, uh, S-Y-E-S-P-I-N-A-L. We came to learn of Cy through the work that she's done with Bronx Brewery. So it's fitting that she's uh, in the Bronx doing work with Bronx Brewery. And then we're, we're here today kind of bringing it uh, full circle. You've seen her work on the, on the label uh, Juice Ball. And so I, I happen to check out a, a live stream conversation thing uh, with, with Cy and you know, one of the, the owners at, at Bronx. And uh, I knew that uh, we wanted to see if we can convince her to to be a part of this project. And so thanks so much, Cy, for being here. I appreciate all you're doing. Yeah. and just, uh, like we were talking about before, it's uh, it's much bigger than beer. and uh, yeah, just glad to have you be a part of the part of this season.
1: You no, know, I'm ex- like excited that you know you reached out, and I'm so happy to be a part of this and share a little bit of what I know.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. There's no, yeah, there's, that's what, that's the beauty of it. We're all, we use beer as a, as a connection point, kind of our six degrees of separation or Kevin Bacon or however you want to look at it. But, you know, really just here to, to celebrate, you know, all these wonderful artists around the world and, you know, everyone bringing their own spin on create, being creative and using that, you know, using that energy. And, uh, yeah, I really like your, the, you know, the work that you do, which has, uh, you know, the, you know, the, the, the movement and the fluidity of the uh, you know the line work with uh, I think it's watercolors like overlaid or interspersed with it and I think it's just really you know that that black and white within these beautiful you know vibrant colors it gives it a really yeah. you know great level of, of movement and it seems like you know just the the photos and the pictures are just kind of a, a snapshot that you know if you took that same photo an hour later that the the painting would have moved or you know gone somewhere else. So I just uh, yeah I really I really enjoy your work and just uh, it's gonna be nice to talk to you. Thank
1: you so much. Yeah no it's um it's literally like my sacred little haven. I I dive into those lines and I forget <laughs> what's going on. So I'm glad somebody feels so deeply about them like that. You know it's it's humbling.
0: Oh, that's why we're here it's uh, like I said uh, we, we're we uh, we're just we love finding folks like yourself and connecting and, and learning their stories and I think that uh, yeah I think that this has uh, evolved into much more than just a, a beer podcast I think it's about people and their stories For and sure. kind of inspiring others and you know feeling you know be able to re- relate to somebody who might be in a similar situation so so no pressure there Sai no pressure
1: <laughs> yeah no pressure that's yeah a yeah, bit, no yeah. Pressure.
0: <laughs> so so you know like i said folks you, you follow along with with her adventures and that's which really interesting i think is not only do you show your art but you you make yourself open and vulnerable which you know can be you know can be a lot especially now you know somebody you know if you, look at what you're doing and, you know, for folks following along, you know, the social justice and, you know, being engaged in the community and uh, causes that you really believe in, you know, you, you really show the kind of the three folds. I mean, there's, there's photos of you, you know, you're modeling, you're, you're showing different uh, you know looks and uh, your art and then well, as things yeah. that you really believe in. So it can be a big undertaking. And, you know, I know that, uh, you know, it can be, yeah, it can be, it can be heavy at times. So I, I just, uh, I applaud you for, having that level of, uh, of vulnerability, which, you know, can be, can be more than we you know bargain for at times.
1: Thank you. Um, thank you for mentioning that because I feel like at times that goes under the rug. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but my page, when I first created Sia Espinal, I didn't know what I wanted to do with it. Like I, I started Instagram in like 2011 when it wasn't even owned by Facebook. It was just one of these, social apps where people just share pictures and um, to kind of like dive into everything that you just said um, I was going through like a deep weird space I was like in my 20s and you know the I want to call it the cliche like I'm in my 20s and I don't know what I'm doing but I kind of know what I'm doing but I don't and um, I started drawing lines literally out of anxiety like it was the one thing that I had control and I just kept going and going and going. And so from time to time, I would post it on my Instagram, but I never thought of it as, Oh, you're going to be an artist or you, you you want to do this like long-term. It was just something super passerby. Wasn't even thinking about it, but you know, fast forward to now and, and you saying the things that you just said, my page became a little glimpse of me, like who, side really is because not only do I share my art and you know the colors that really, you know, drive me to to create, but I'm showing you a little bit of my style and what I like and the funny things. And I'm also being, you know, active with my community and the things that I believe in. So it it's it's really hard to to maintain a page like that because there's levels of expectation that people also have. And then, you know, I'm I'm very active with like my followers and, you know, if I literally go through every DM. If it's not in a day, it'll take me two days, but I go through everything and I don't copy and paste. I literally talk to all these people. And one of the things that I've noticed that I think is kind of beautiful is that a lot of people that are strangers, that being said, another state, they've come to a liking either for my transparency, which is, hey, guys, like, I know I'm just a stranger on Instagram, but, like, if you guys need any help or you guys need, a you know, a, a ear to listen to anything that you guys are going through, please reach out to me. It's not, a, it's not just art. Like, I've been there as well. So I have so many different portals. Like, I have people that are just hey I really appreciate you for being who you are and you know listening to me like and then I have people like I just love your art and then I have people that I'm like where'd you get that like I want to buy that jacket so I think it's beautiful but it also takes a lot of energy which is why um, last month and a a little bit of the beginning of this month I kind of decided to take that step back from the social media aspect and just starting to focus again on like my own personal growth and you know diving into new mediums artistically and new colors i I literally last week went to you know utrecht wow utrecht utrecht is no longer a thing it's stick blick but i went to blick and um i got like literally a whole bunch of new colors just because i wanted to experiment with something different and um, in my in my page, I, I did this like uh, two months ago. I decided to do the the color bu- the colorful bookmarks. It was like this thing that I was doing just for the pandemic, because people were indoors and they were quarantined and they were reading. So I decided to do five for five, five bookmarks for five five dollars. And I would put like these little um, questions of what colors inspire you today, and people would you know. Go on and tell me things and colors and what's inspiring them. So I decided to just go to Blick and, and you know, walk through the aisles and see what inspired me. And I got a whole bunch of colors and I'm working on that now. So I don't know where the colors are going to take me, but I think that's the beauty in like what I do. Like I, mm-hmm. I kind of keep people waiting and then they're like, oh shit, like she posted something. And I like that. I like that it's genuine. I like that they're sincere. I like that they give me constructive criticism and I like that they're themselves, you know? So that was just to wrap up. what you said. like my page really is such a safe space for not only myself, yeah. but for other people.
0: Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a great example of empowerment. You know, it's, uh, you know, if you, I mean, the cool thing is the show, from the art side, if you scroll back, uh, which is like a weird thing we, we do. If you know, we interview folks, yeah. we, we go like, we just try to go way back, but you can, you can see that your art early on didn't have those lines and that there was like yeah. a, there was like a pivot point And then you started just, you know, going with it and then drawing on top of your stuff. And then they were standalone line pieces. And so you can just see, I think that's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm always a big fan of the, of the process and where things go. And I like to, you know, it doesn't yeah. happen all the time, but when folks you know kind of allow you inside, it's really it's it's amazing to me. It's inspiring because I think that you know it just shows you know that you know you're and you're saying you're finding yourself in your 20s and kind of evolving. Like I'm in my 40, well, I'm, I'll just say I'm in my 40, but like I, and I'm just trying <laughs> and, I, and I'm still figuring that out. And I don't I don't want to ever think that like there's gonna come a time where it's just like all right. You know, your mold is cast Isn't and that's it? and that's how you are like i don't like that at all and so i think it's great yeah, yeah you know and just you know you have to you can't help other people you cannot inspire other people if you if you can't be aware of your own situation and i think that you know you taking a step back you Absolutely. know, is 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 important or you branch off and have just a a psy art page and you do it that way and you you know whatever but you know however you do it, it that's that's your your perspective right we all and it's not a new idea i have but if we all had the same You know thing to paint or or model or person to paint and we were all given the same tools we would all paint something different so you know i think that you do it your way is important and you know i think that 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 stuff that happens behind the scenes connecting with your your followers is you know is special and i think that you know it's but also in the same vein you know it's it's real easy to be the rock all the time and then you know when 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 things impact you it's kind of sometimes you're not sure how to handle that like like you have a new role to find and you know i feel that sometimes right i'm I'm supposed to be right taking care of things with the family and all that stuff and then you know i I haven't really left the house in months and you know i'm I'm used to being an an extrovert (laughs) and i'm kind of losing my Mm -hmm. shit some days i'm losing my shit and i'm just like okay i just need to like go outside and just
1: and do something just
0: do something yeah it's just like okay like and so i think that's important and i think it's I think to share that and you know explain that will really resonate with people.
1: Well, it well yeah because when I when I started the or plane, if it doesn't example, fuck them.
0: No, I'm just kidding, but like yeah. Like,
1: yeah, you know, like it's like that's the thing. Like, like I I I've had people ask me this question, which I'm sometimes I'm like, what the fuck? But they're like, why aren't you bigger than than other people? Or like, why haven't you blown up yet, like big? And I'm like. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm doing it naturally, organically, and honestly, the people that are following me are real fucking people. It's not like, it's not like you know when you see people with the the followings and they have 14k, 20k, but then it's like, how many of those thousands of people really fuck with you outside of Instagram? Meaning, like, if you were down. The block, like, who's going to dap you up? Who's going to be like, hey, good morning? Hey, you inspired me. I think that when you have, you know, when you're looking at that number, you kind of get lost of what the purpose is. And so that's why, you know, you said you were scrolling all the way down and you kind of saw the process. That's why it's important for me to keep those um, things on my page because I know you've probably seen this. This is very, you know, popular on instagram where like people have these like very well curated pages and they're so like it's kind of like they're on a schedule
0: mm-hmm. to
1: just post things so it can look pretty and although my page does look pretty it's still it you still you still you see the process and you and you see how I got to where I'm at right now and I think that that's the inspiration that a lot of people lack because we we want to look very pretty and aesthetic and perfect on social media, but we don't want to really show the hard work or the process. And I'm more of like, like I'm the type of person that like, and I'm sorry, I go from topic to topic, but I go to museums and they have like these specials or these beautiful exhibitions on like specific artists. And my favorite part of the whole exhibition of this artist, for example, would be their sketchbook. And people are like, Oh, but there's like this beautiful 20 by 50 feet, beautiful piece of art in front of you. And I'm like, no, I I like to see their sketchbooks. Mm -hmm. I like to see their journals. I like to see how they came up with this because it's a process. Mm -hmm. They sketched it out somewhere. Something inspired them. That's what I love. And I've noticed that that's also what people actually love. And so another thing that kind of came to my mind when you said that was the fact that it wasn't up until this year that I decided to be a, you know, a multi-dimensional artist, where I'm not just putting myself under one like one spectrum, one medium. You need to do this and this only, because I felt like when I was limiting myself just because oh you're just a girl that does art and it's lines and water watercolor, I'm like but I do so much more. I do other mm-hmm. things. I do photography. I I'm inspired by so many other things. So that's why that's important to me keeping the page naturally and organically so people can see oh she's human she worked her ass off by herself and she decided to just be consistent and she she's here and she's still growing and she's still learning and she still has other things to do so i think that that's that's more Well, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, That's more that's more organic than just me curating a page to look pretty for my followers.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that two things I took from that. One, I think that you're curating your life, like you're not not like planned way. You're you're (laughs) sharing your life, and then people are kind of following along, not me creating something that to draw people in. Like people are coming and then they're staying because of of being able to see you in a way it's like, right. it's in a way it's like you're like a friend page and, and that's not to minimize it, but it's like true. It's honest. It's, you know, it's not like you, yeah. it's not like I always think of like a, f- a funny like video or, or TV show would be kind of this family that always like that their whole life revolves around like how they're seen to the public. And it's like, Oh, the yeah. the, the kid gets like, you know, you get an allowance if you got the most likes that week and you know, they're planning these videos and mm-hmm. all this stuff. But then like, when the camera's off they're just fucking miserable right and like I think that's a lot of folks like it's like okay if it doesn't happen in front of the camera did it really happen and that's kind of sad and then one other thing with the sketchbooks like on a personal note like my nephew I think he's a great artist and you know he does some great drawings but he's like he's not very uh verbal or social you know he's kind of quiet Mm -hmm. he's warmed up to me over the years but like the most one of the most like uh, our biggest connection was when he let me look at his his sketchbook and i felt like that was a big deal you know i you know he had his he, he had it and it was like really tight fist and i said uh i said i don't i was like if if you're okay i would love to one day you know look at your sketchbook and he kind of just like slid it across the table and i was you know and it blew me away because you know and he, he's down on himself doesn't you know believe in his art and, and i always try to encourage him but that to me was a real like you know going to your museum explanation that was a real moment for me because he was showing me things that you know were just in his head and he was just trying to get out on paper and so I thought it was really yeah I thought it was really great so that was just uh that your museum statement really yeah it really resonated with me
1: well you humanize people that way because the sketchbook and your journals are the most intimate things to an artist it's that one thing that i'm I'm not going to share with people because i'm I'm this is like a prototype of what's to come. And I think I read somewhere, I don't know. It was probably Instagram or Twitter. I, I i don't know who said it and I don't, I'm not saying this verbatim, but it was somewhere along the lines of if an artist shows you something before it's fully finished, then they really like buck with you or they like, they really, you know, appreciate what you have to say. And I, that, to me, I took it and I ran with it. And I'm like, wow, that's so true. There are certain people that I'm just very like, hey, dude, like, I'm so excited. I need to show you this. It's not finished. But, like, I, I would just like your input. Like, tell me how this looks. And then there's times where I'm just like, this is something so sacred. Like, I don't want to share this with people. Even on Instagram, I'm like, oh, my God, it's a work in progress. But I don't want to show them. Mm. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. This is This is great. And this is the, the moment where y- your audience humanizes you and, and lets you know, like, oh, sh- you know, shit, like she's normal, just like me. She makes mistakes. Mm. She decided to do this color and it turned out this color and it it looks like shit, but she worked with it or she started all over again. Um, I think that those are the moments that really humanize people. the The sketchbooks the the beginnings, the prototypes, the the fear of oh I don't know if they're gonna like it and fuck it I'm just gonna post it. That to me is is gold uh, and it, and it's so like underlo- overlooked like it's it's overlooked because it is such such a personal thing. But I feel like in this time and age and in this society that we're living of me, 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 self, 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 it's good to also show people that it's okay to to have a big dream and 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 have it there and work with it. And it's it's really good to also show people that it's like, you have to be consistent. It's also good to show people that it's like, you may have it on paper, but if you're not working on it, it's going to stay on paper. And it's also good to show certain people because when, as an artist, when I show my sketchbooks, I'm thinking this shit looks like sh- like trash. Like, no, you're not going to understand what, what I'm saying or what I'm doing here. But when you show other people and they're like, Oh my God, this is so dope. Like I love the colors or I love how you're expressing your lines here. Or wow. I like that. You decided to take a different approach with your color palette. And you're like, Oh, thank you. That yeah. motivates me more to, mm-hmm. to keep going and to keep showing that process because, that right there was what got me to, to give you the, the end product. So a lot of, yeah, like sketchbooks, little doodles, stuff like that. They always go, they're overlooked. And to me, it's, it's so important, so important. And and to go back to what you were saying about your nephew, a lot of people like me, I'm, I, I'm an ambiver where like, I'm an extrovert, but I, I also like to be, an introvert and I'm very quiet and mysterious but then there's times where like I walk into a room and they're like hey I'm a mixture of both but when I'm introverted I can resonate with that in so many levels because it's like this is something that's prized for me but hey I trust you I would really like for you to see this and that's the approach that I take with my followers you know like that's the approach where it's like I trust you guys you've guys trusted me. Here's my sketchbook. Enjoy. Oh, Tell oh, me how you guys feel. Like, you know, so it's very it's uh it's very personal. Well very personal.
0: I'm glad we're connecting. I uh, I really uh I dig it. Now the the most recent pieces that you have up, uh what's uh what's the process there? What do you it looks like a mixer of watercolors and kind of like acrylics, but i c I'm not really sure what's uh yeah, what's still so like,
1: basically The mediums that I use are watercolor. I use gouache. um, Gouache,
0: dude. That is the weirdest thing. I'm so sorry. Like, I literally, we've been doing this for, let's just say, three, we'll just say three and a half years to make it easy. Yeah. And never, ever, ever, ever did anyone, if they did, I wasn't listening. So I apologize if you're like an old episode and you said gouache and I didn't hear you. But in the last, in in the last month, we've had three, you're the third cat that's said gouache so it's like i don't it's making a rebound or i don't know what's going on but it, like it is mind-blowing because that's like the new word i love gouache 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 but like
1: gouache gouache yeah
0: but like it comes up all the like it's the third in the last month that's like it's so it's so crazy yeah so yeah sorry uh,
1: well no well gouache it's like um please pardon me like i literally graduated from college <laughs> In 2011, um, gouache is like a watercolor, but it's a little bit more of a thicker consistency. Yeah. So you're able to maneuver um, the colors a little bit more. It doesn't bleed as much and, right um, now. Yeah. So I, I use the watercolor. I use gouache sometimes. I use India ink, which is what I fill my pens in. If I'm not using like one of those like Union Point or regular pens like Microns, mm-hmm. I'll use India ink. And then enamel. Which is the golden tones, like that gold, gold foil, flickery thing that sometimes pops up. That's all enamel, and um, I mix these mediums and the the process. Which is funny because people are like, oh my god, you're telling people your process. I'm like, dude, my process is up in my stories. Like, <laughs> it's it. I love that people can see how I do this. But how I start is, I I only paint on cold press paper because cold press paper is a little flatter but you still see the texture of the paper so i like it to be as organic as possible um and then i do the watercolor first i put layers on top of these things but you can't see it unless it's like in person um so it's kind of hard to even tell my process through instagram if i don't even like if i don't show you guys like I. If I don't show it on Instagram, nobody knows how I layer these things, but I start with a bed of water. Then I start using watercolor droplets. Like I try to use um, liquid watercolors and I start to see where like the colors form and how they mix and how they, you know, it's like an ocean of colors just marinating on cold pressed paper. I let that sit and dry. Once I see, the dry end product, I see if I want to keep adding more color. If not, then I'll go in those um, spaces and I'll draw the lines. And honestly, the lines are never the same, but I like for it to look. What I like for, for the uh, the viewer to see is for them to think that the lines are set first and then the watercolor on top, but it's actually the opposite. And then I go with the enamel to do the specks of gold and and then you have the end finished product. But if I don't, you know, describe it or show it on my stories, or on my live, people are like, oh, wow. Like, how do you layer these things? Like, do you do the lines first and then the watercolor and then the enamel? And then I'm like, no, actually, like, I start with <laughs> the watercolor. I have to let that dry. I have to see if I want more color. And then that's where, like, the layers start. And that's another thing. Like, it looks so easy, but it's not. Like, it takes... Weeks sometimes because there's certain things that I'm like, okay, well I have to let this dry. I don't want to have the India ink bleed into the watercolor. I don't want this and that. So it's such a beautiful process that I'm like for a whole month, I'm like done, I'm finished with one piece. And the piece is like a nine by 12. So, it, it, you know, it, it's crazy. Cause then if I, if I go any bigger, it'll take a little longer. But when I show the process, people understand and they appreciate it more Um, so I like that. I like that people respect the process, which is, it's important for me because when you're not an artist, people tend to just say like, well, what's so special about it? Or why does it cost this? Or, you know, why should I buy this or why that? But when you see it, you can't even question me because you see the process, you see the weeks that it took. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you a timeline and, you know, you gain respect that way. And I, I like that. I like that people can see how dedicated and passionate and consistent i am with with this when i do it
0: yeah and don't listen to that bullshit yeah people saying why you've done this or but yeah just just fast forward that that
1: one person
0: yeah right we just fuck that like come on my people yeah yeah yeah. yeah, it's like just get out of here with that and that mess so get out of
1: here yeah just
0: stop (laughs) yeah leave yeah fast forward that next what else um We are back. You're listening to episode 167 of 16 ounce canvas, Cy Espinal, the Bronx Brewery. We're just getting started. I think it's a good one, folks. Enjoying her story, her perspective, you know, how she got here. It's real positive. I think that it's really inspiring. It's definitely, you know, it's definitely not easy. But I mean that's why it's called work. You gotta put in the work and you know, do what you're dedicated to and what you know what drives you. And I think that's one of the things that you'll take away from this episode. We're about to dive into you know, how she teamed up with the crew, you know, at, at Bronx Brewery. Introduction to Kevin. You know, much love to everybody over there at the Bronx Brewery. We really appreciate the support with beer culture. We got to get some of those beers in my belly. And uh, yeah, I just think that these stories are really, are really great. It's just uh, it's much more than beer. It's about people. It's about life. And. Doing what you love and you know being true to yourself. So, Sy Espinal, S Y E Spinal, on Instagram, you can follow along her journey, dive back in to see the evolution of her art, what she's working on, her activism, the work that she's doing there in the Bronx. She's talking the talk and she's walking the walk, and just really, she's uh, really a really positive one. I think that that's what we need. We need a little bit more. Uh, you know positivity we need to be supportive of each other we need to have different perspectives on things and that's one of the the joys and beauties of art is the ability to create and interpret things and look at things differently and then share them with others because art makes the world a beautiful place and I think it's a it's a gift one of the great gifts of this episode which we'll get to later on is all the music recommendations that Sai gave us she shares with us um you know, offline, a little teaser. Just a a great playlist because it's so much new music, new music to me, and I love that. You know, I love the idea of just getting turned on to new things, and I think hopefully, you'll be turned on to a new perspective, maybe a new style, new approach, just a new thought. And we're all just kind of sharing and collaborating as best we can because I know right now with you know pandemic month six seven you know whenever it is or hopefully when you're listening to this you can just laugh you know in the future when you're you know this is um you know years from now and you know we we wrap this all up and you know we're doing all our events in person and just having a good old time but for right now you're 2020 it is what it is and here's where we are but uh you didn't come here to hear me speak so let's get back into episode 167 cy espinol the bronx brewery 16 ounce canvas that's how we do it cheers so we we be uh, remiss without mentioning you know we came to learn of you thankfully through a Bronx brewery how does yeah. how does the girl in the Bronx end up working with uh, with the, the Bronx brewery how did that how that all come together
1: honestly that has been a blessing in disguise because I you know when kevin reached out to me through email i was like shook i'm like holy shit this is it like somebody is reaching out to me because they want my lines on a product you know in no way shape or form did i ever expect that i was just trying to be in like my friend's houses and like people's rooms bathrooms whatever you want to put my art fine Um, but Kevin reached out to me and um, honestly, I feel like I've, I've gained a family. They are by far the nicest people ever. Like I I re I really don't have any words for how they've treated me, the opportunities that they've given me, the doors that they've opened everything. Um, And I'm very grateful that he literally trusted me to just He gave me a pitch and I was like, I got you. And it was like a back and forth with like two, three emails. I sent him my first draft and he's like, I love it. This is, let's go for it. And I, it was just like so surreal. And um, yeah, I'm just so grateful for them. And I feel like I've, I've, I've gained so much from them. I, I really don't know how to like repay them. They, there's this book it's, it's called it's how good you are it's how good you want to be and i forgot who the author is but there's a line in there about victoria beckham how when she was in she was she was a spice girl she said she wanted to be a household item bigger than like i forgot the product's name because she's obviously british but it's like bigger than tide and the author was like you know you would think victoria beckham would want to be bigger than tide like tide is it's soap. It's like, uh, it's to wash your clothes. But when you think about it in context, it's like she wanted to be a household item, meaning you know who Victoria Beckham is just by saying the name. And so I feel like when Kevin reached out to me, this was like my chance to be like, hey, not only do I want to be just an artist, like I want to be a household item. (laughs) And I think that's like the kid in you. That's like, you know, I never wanted to be famous or like have this success of celebrity status. I'm always, I've always been behind the scenes. Even when I was doing the nine to five, I was a visual merchandiser. So I was the one making the windows pretty. Nobody knew who who was like dressing the mannequins, you know? But I think that working with the Bronx brewery, I got that like Thai Victoria Beckham moment because, I love when, like, my friends are like, I grabbed your beer. And I'm like, it's not my beer. Like, it's the Bronx Brewery. But I just like the can and, the you know. And I'm, like, trying to t- very modestly tell them, like, I just did the label, guys. And they're like, no, it's your it's your label and it's your beer. And I'm like, it's the Bronx Brewery <laughs> beer, guys. But, but it's funny because they get it. They just want me to, to feel like, yo, this is huge. This is a big deal. And I'm usually yeah. very modest. I'm super modest. Sometimes I don't even give myself the credit that I should be giving myself and how far I've come, you know, yeah, well, literally opening here. doors by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So honestly, um, again, I have no words. I'm super grateful for the guys. They have been such a good influence for a lot of things. They inspire me to do more. They're community-oriented they're always there to listen. If you need any type of help, they're there, not only artistically, but just like as friends. And, you know, you can't, when it comes to business, you don't get that side. You always get the business. Here's a contract in and out. You give me my product. I gave you what you yeah. asked for. Done deal. Bye. And it's not until they are like, okay, we'll, we'll like to work with you again. And they'll be shot again. But with the Bronx Brewery, not only has it been that, it's been like, hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Just checking in on you, seeing how you're doing. Have a good day. It's not <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. i gain gained fun. Well, yeah. 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 i
0: It's important. They how can genuine. you be mad at that, Yeah, you know? no, Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, because a lot of times we get folks who reach out and they're like, they just say that we have like beer in our name and they're like, we're going to da 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 and, and you can tell it's like all about them. It's like, oh, okay. Like- cool like send me the info i'll check it out and i'm not saying we get that a lot like you know we it's kind of cool once in a while we get some free beer and you know what have you so it's always cool to get dropped off in the mail just kind of like all right cool i have to go to the store this weekend but like when they when they reached out like it was you could tell like i you know at this point you know i work in sales in my day job like i i can i can feel when people are i mean i don't know a bullshitter can understand like you know you can kind of they kind of stick out pretty well and so it was like a sore it, thumb. yeah it was just genuine so that's why and then that's why i checked out you know uh i'm not sure which came first the email or the, the 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 live video with you but yeah i could just feel it and that was cool and that's why i wanted to you know connect and you know and speaking with them every time i reach out they've been thank you they've been nothing but you know good people so i'm glad to hear that you know they're you know they're they're in the same uh orbit as you and kind of that's that's that makes it me want to uh And I never, I don't, I think I may have had their beer before. Sorry, guys. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of why it all comes together. But like, in a way you're saying like, you're humble. Oh yeah. Like you're humble. But I think that's what we do, right? The idea is like a good artist and design can make somebody buy that beer, but it has to be good inside for them to buy it again. So, you know, mission accomplished. Your friends are buying the beer because of you and your art, but you know, they're going to keep coming back once they, you know, you know, enjoy what's inside. So that's a, that's a, that's a great partnership. So
1: it was just, it was, it was important for me. I just want to add something. It was just important for me to, to be, to give my art to a company where their ethics matched mine. And I know that's very big because, you know, sometimes people go and they do these big things just for the money and then they don't really fuck with like the company's ethics. And then now you're an image, you're, you're part of that image because you put your art in there. So going to the Bronx Brewery and putting my my art there and them being as genuine as they really are online and outside of, uh, you know, the social media and the presence like that was so important for me. So, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, because,
0: (laughs) yeah, because, you know, we've been talking and one of my other hats is I'm on the board with uh, uh, beer culture and we're just trying to change the beer industry to be more inclusive uh you know and you know we reached out and you know i think they just posted it today uh i think a few hours ago you know they're they're participating in our back to school you know virtual drive you know for the kids and it's you know just trying to make the transition back for you know kids in school and you know usually we're back to school and just kind of you know the different school systems you know the 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 forgotten get forgotten you know even twice as hard and so it's like you know making sure that just like the little things that you know having the right gear and being ready to kind of go you know can make all the difference you know my wife's a school teacher and you know we see it firsthand just little things you know just starting to level playing field and you know trying to stay under the radar for you know a kid to to get get their you know get their feet and get started so
1: you know just wanted to
0: yeah like you're saying you know they're they're they partnering and helping with that you know school supply drive which which means a lot to me personally and to the you know to the the culture crew so it's a, yeah it's uh it's great i'm, I'm really just happy good, yeah. that they're uh they're that you're val- you're vouching for them as good people and here we are so they are yeah so from an artist you were saying before you kind of you know your process has you know a lot like your art has like a fluidity to it and you know sometimes it's a quick and other times it takes longer and you kind of just let the let the piece speak for itself. What was the, like from a project management standpoint, you know, having to create a label for like a commercial product, how was that, you know, different for you kind of, uh, managing your time and, you know, delivering, you know, for that. Yeah. That's
1: a, um, th- this is a nervous laughter, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you because, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's way different. It's super different. And, um, it's so different. Because if I'm working on a commission piece with a client that's, you know, just like, hey, I just moved out and I've been looking at your lines for this amount of time and I'm ready to commit and I'm ready to buy a piece. Cool. You let them know the process and they're like, no rush. Here's a deposit. Let me know. Keep me. Some are like, keep me posted. I'd like to see the process. Some are like, yo, just let me know when you're finished and I got you but they know within that window that it might take a month or two and they're not waiting for it. Like ASAP, they they want to see it, but they also respect the fact that it's time consuming. So that's that. But when it comes to something commercial and there's, you know, a due date and people are working on drafts and there's another person involved and then there's marketing involved and then there's, you know, HR, there's like levels of, you know there's payroll there's this is it you need to create a a a schedule and a timeline and i think that with the Bronx brewery it was so easy and it, it it this the way it happened with them would be the way that i wish every other type of contract work would would go which is hey here's the concept that we're working on this is what inspired us we love that you do this We'd like for you to literally go balls in with what you're inspired. It's not like they're giving me a mood board of what they want me to do. They they trust me artistically to to give them a concept with a first draft. I have like, you know, a few days, maybe a week. Come back. I give them the draft. Literally the second time that I did the second label was the first time that they're like, oh man, can you change this to this? Second draft, gave it to them, loved it, done deal. Labels are being created. I go, I see it, I love it. I tear-eye a little bit, get watery, and I'm like, this was amazing. But it's also, the, the only difference is the fact that the product, the commercial product, has a timeline. It has a due date, I mean, to be in, like, stores. So you have to kind of put a little bit of fire under your ass. But it also worked very, it worked smoothly because there was good communication and because the Bronx Brewery was giving me full control of my art and my inspiration artistically, which I think in other, like there's been other instances with other people and other companies where it's like, they, they want a little bit of you, but it's only like 1% of you here's 99% of what we want and then you kind of get lost and then you get artist blocked because it's like okay you want me as an artist here but you're not giving me at least a little bit of control of a little bit of me in this product so it just becomes a little lethargic and you're like fuck like I need to do this and you're not inspired anymore so that was the difference with you know the Bronx Brewery, but then also that's the difference between like a commission piece for a regular client versus like a commercial piece where you know that it's gonna be in stores or in shelves or in a supermarket at this particular time, and we'd like to have this done three a month before it goes into these sho- and like on these shelves. And um, I I love the process. Don't get me wrong. Like I really I I, I also work a little better um, under pressure. Which I I don't know why, but there's times where I'm like, shit, I need to fuck. Like, I need to finish this and I'll break night. But it's not like the next day I'm, like, tired and moody. I have more energy because I got something done and I got it right. And I know that you shouldn't be working under pressure because you should, you know, limit yourself and time yourself and, you know, rest and eat and... Re, reboot re, you know and go but for me like the pressure is like okay let's just get it done you love to do this stop you know bullshitting with tv or like your phone just get it done all right cool let's get it done and i i drift like i go and i there's times like i don't know when to stop like i'll work in like two three pieces at a time and i, I really i i i should say that I should work on a better method but first like so far like that's been working for me like I I don't know I yeah. don't know why but yeah well, it, I mean, works. It,
0: it, works. it works I think it's great I think that yeah what I mean you got you know you get the blocks and sometimes you know you can't do anything you got to, like we were saying before you gotta just step away and then other times you can just crank through and you know it's five o'clock yeah, in the yeah. morning and you're like you're just like okay it's done for today and it feels okay yeah the body's a powerful machine. It'll it'll shut you down if it you know if you're, if you're going too hard. Now, and in your and in and what's really unique is your pictures on the label, right? Yeah, there's
1: a little. That's crazy.
0: I mean, I, I've I've done. I, I mean, that's just a nice little tip of the cap to you know the Bronx crew, because we've, I'll, I'll whatever episode we're on. I don't know if a single one other than maybe if somebody was drawing themselves as like a caricature or something like that. So that's just another. Yeah, that's just another. Uh, you know, little thing there for you that I've never seen that before. So that's really, uh, you know, up and comers is, uh, you know, is the series and there's a few different ones and you know, the, the juice balls back. I think if you go to, if you're in the local area, you can, you, yeah. can, pick it, you, got, you can pick it up. If anybody's out there and wants to, uh, slide in and, you know, give me a heads up, I would gladly, uh, order a few four packs. I don't think legally we can, they can be sent to me, but you know, ask for forgiveness later and we'll figure it all out Mm -hmm. you know and uh again folks follow alongside espinal on instagram s-y-e spinal s-p-i-n-a-l one of the another great thing there just to kind of align with you know what you're doing there's a, a google doc link on there that folks should be checking out especially if you're in any of the boroughs um it is you know we folks can talk to talk but you know where we spend our money and the communities that we impact you know especially very now important. was very important and I think that you know it's, is, uh, there's over 250 different you know black owned restaurants in New York City so just think if that's in New York City you know obviously one of the biggest cities in the world um, but still you know there's all these businesses that we could be helping and I think that's really just important you know where you choose to spend your money where you spend your time you know I think that's also part of uh, you know the, the impact and you know Really, just showing you know the importance of of the movement and social justice because you know the the struggle is real and for for those businesses it to succeed, is. you know, um, not to minimize anybody else's struggle, but the reality is that you know majority of the times the the work has been extra and you know we got to be there to to support wherever we can and where you spend those uh, those dollars, you know, is part of that. Part Every of that little
1: bit counts every little bit yeah. you know it, it it doesn't go unnoticed and i would like to add also that the google docs link on my page is not only for the bronx it's for all five boroughs yes, a ma'am. lot of people are like oh it's just for the bronx nope, nope. all five boroughs so, yeah i scrolled <laughs> through already yeah,
0: yeah oh yeah, yeah i think yeah, it's yeah. great yeah i think you know and it's every Thank I, yeah you. I, just, I just think yeah it's important every bit helps and we're if we're really trying to you know change you gotta look at the short term What we can do now, you got to think about the long term with the seeds that we can plant that hopefully will grow and, you know, impact for for generations to come. But, you know, people are still on the streets, people are still fighting and I think that, um, you know, that's that's just really important. You know, Black Lives Matter, you know, we say it every week, we, you know, we, we believe that. That's why we you know is uh you know with with beer culture why we're really just honored to be on that board. It's just really important, and I think that together you know uh, art and beer and there's so many different ways that we can impact you know uh with you know and I know what they're doing at the Bronx brewery is uh is on that vibe, and it's uh it's important to yeah. us and so I'm glad it's important you know
1: yeah no i'm I'm glad you you had me on here we're not getting we're not getting
0: sorry we're not getting ready yet i got a couple more then then you can go oh
1: okay okay yeah
0: yeah. no no i'm just just hyping and and promoting um so are you a beer drinker like do you do you enjoy beer yes and no okay
1: yes because i you know sometimes a time like i'll have like a beer but no because beer for some reason gets me super bloated but I I enjoy.
0: There's I so many like jokes. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh,
1: but I I do I enjoy like a beer too. I'm not like a six pack girl. Like I'll I'll take I'll take two beers. Why not?
0: There yeah. you go. <laughs> you got the hookup, so it's all good. Now I'm curious about uh, this one. So we like to ask, kind of uh, you know, set the set the stage at the at, at Size Studios when you're creating. You know, I know you're listening to music. What do we What are we listening to? Turn us on to some new artists, or just kind of what's in the the playlist. What do you got for us?
1: All right. This yeah. My favorite part. Music is so important. It it is the universal language. It just it just feels there. I'm a crier too. Like if a good mu like if the good song is super good and it doesn't have to be sad, I will cry. I'm like, oh my god, that song was so good. Um I you know when I'm in the studio and I'm literally vibing and just going off I like to listen to like Tori Moi I like to listen to Nick Hakim I'm a huge Radiohead girl Oh so good I love Radiohead um what else I'm also into like you know, Mad Live. I love Slum Village, I love, fuck, like, MF Doom, I'm a hip-hop girl, I like Boom Bap. I, what else, like, you know, Bad Bad Not Good is so important in my, part of my, like, creativity, like, I vibe off of Bad Bad Not Good for hours, but I'm also into, like, Pop Smoke, and I listen to, like, Playboy Cardi, I don't discriminate music. I really don't. But when it comes to, like, the creative process, what I do is I have, like, a Spotify account. I create playlists. And my playlists are, obviously, some are private, some are, you know, public. But I create these playlists and I curate them. Like, I'm talking about I'll go in and I'll edit. Like, no, this song can, you know, go into this one and this goes into this one. And I create my little vibe that way too. So I don't discriminate music, I don't discriminate artists, but my playlists are so important because that's where I really take the time to then just play, hit play and then I don't have to worry about it. Like I don't have to keep going back to like my phone and saying, "Ah, oh, I don't want to hear this. Oh, just hit next. Because I also feel like that takes away from my creative process. So playlists, um, and yeah, the artists that I had mentioned, um, what else? I also like like Latin pop. I'm a Cafeta Cuba, like Eli Guerra, uh Julieta Venegas, who else? Um those type of artists as well. Um yeah, like I can literally I I could be here for hours be, be, about music. Yeah. Um, I'm a I I love music. You know, chade and you name it. Forget it, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I, uh, that's what I love. That's my, like, this is my, like I always say like this question, I know it, it fits the, the story, but it's like, I'm jotting these down and, you know, I love, you know, I love just trying to keep it, you know, going. And one of the cool pandemic things is, you know, I got, uh, I've had them for a while, but I haven't really started playing with them for probably like last six months. But I got like turntables, and it's been fun just to kind oh, of mix. Oh, nice! Yeah, well, well, I'll, I'll send you see, and we'll see if you think it's nice. But it's it's kind of in the early tra- train wreck kind of stage, but it's getting better. <laughs> got it, it's got getting it. better as it goes, and it's kind of like your private playlist. Like I just enjoy it. I've sent it to a few friends, but it's just I uh, I don't know. It's just nice because I I've done radio, I manage bands, but like I, I can't play really anything. So like for me, it's just like it's like a. Playing a playlist like in real time, it's kind of fun, you know. It's kind in of real like, time, yeah. So it's kind of cool, like to go from like you know hip hop to like you know an old like song from like the 40s or 50s that I randomly heard somewhere that had like a good, you know, good hook to it. So yeah, it's fun. So I look forward to yeah,
1: uh, no mixing.
0: Yeah, it's uh we'll see. I mean, I'm not going to quit my day job, but I mean maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe let us know if you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have you do some live art, and we'll we'll just get at it. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll there do it. Go. Yeah, there we go. So you're, I think that, you know, your message is inspiring. I think that you have a humility and, and and really great perspective that I think resonates with folks. Um, Do you have any advice for somebody who's kind of has that itch? You know, is thinking about, you know, making that leap to maybe quote unquote, becoming an artist or just kind of, you know, trying to, trying to go for it that you from, yeah, from your uh, journeys that you might share. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. And yes, it's, First, I'm going to start with, it's hard. It's hard as fuck. If if you were a person like how I used to be, I had a nine to five, I had security, I had a direct deposit hitting every every Friday, I I knew where my money was going, and I knew the amount that I was going to get paid, it was a routine. You're going to be so used to that security for a long time and it wasn't until i got you know it was probably like the highest i i got paid hourly at a you know a regular job in, in fashion and i wasn't happy and people you know i, I reached that level and people are like well why aren't you i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mention like the brand because i feel like it's it, irrelevant but people are like oh why you you've reached that level like but you have a really good job i mean like, you're gonna be like you have your own spot and this and that. And I'm like, dude, but I'm not happy. Like I, I get home and I'm tired and I don't have the the mental capacity to even pick up my paintbrushes. Like I just want to eat and sleep and, and do it all over again the next day. And, and I really, really, really took the time, I think uh, last year in the beginning of the year in January. And I'm like, I'm just going to book a trip and I'm going to go to Europe. And I've I've never been to Europe. I've been to the Americas, you know, obviously in the United States. And like, I've been to the Caribbean and certain parts of South America, but I'm like, I've never been to Europe. So I'm like, I'm just going to go by myself because I love taking solo trips as well. I'm going to go by myself to Europe and we're just going to land in London. And I had two friends at the time. Well, still there in London and they showed me around. And after that, I'm like, dude, I'm just going to take the train and I'm going to go to, you know, Paris. So I went to Paris by myself. Like, I didn't, I don't know. I'm a D minus student in, in French, if that, makes, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like I took French because the Italian class was all booked. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I, I sucked. Um, but I got my way around. And what that trip showed me was you need to let go of that fear. For the whole trip, I'm like, fuck, like when I get to Paris, nobody's going to fucking understand me. They're not going to. It doesn't fucking matter. If I would have gone to Paris with that mentality, I would have not, you know, I would have not experienced or enjoyed the trip the way that I did. But I got away from that fear. So when I got back to New York, I'm like, that's what the fuck I need to do. I need to take a leap of faith and just trust in myself. Trust in what I'm doing. Trust in my vision. Because if I don't do this, I'll be like dishonoring myself. So <laughs> I, I didn't even put my two weeks in. I just told my manager, I was like, "Hey, Friday is my last day." And she's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "I, I can't do this anymore." And you know, I was a, I was in a manager position, so I was, you know, a little higher, and I was like. I knew that I didn't have to give her <laughs> an explanation or a reason, you know, it is what it is. And I just went with it and I was like, I just, I, I can't do this anymore. And she was like, Oh my God, like super devastated. Like she's like, but you're this and that. And I'm like, yeah, but this, like, this is not what I want to do. So I also decided to take bigger cuts because I was living by myself. But then I'm like, fuck, I'm just going to take a step back and, and see if I can go back home. And I I literally knocked on my mom, my parents, because my parents were together. Like, I knocked on my parents' house, and I'm like, hey, I need you guys to trust me for a year and change, but I need to, like, stay here because this, 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 this. And I explained it to them. And that also was, like, the first time that, like, my parents looked at me differently. Like, okay, we know that you can be independent and you're not being independent by being here. You're just asking for help because you have a bigger goal. Okay, cool. Take your old room. Cool. Mm -hmm. So I took, it's like the rubber band effect. You know, when you feel like you're being taken back, you're like, fuck, I quit my job. Fuck. I'm going back home. Fuck this and that. But it's like when you let go of that rubber band, it goes shooting forward. So it was like, I needed to take those those steps back to, catapult myself into where I'm at right now and it really does start with you taking that leap of faith which is scary and it's hard because your savings start depleting and you know you're dipping into your savings and you're asking for help but it's all an awakening because then you start to see that it's like I can make money with my art so how do I make money with my art you start to work on a business plan by yourself okay, maybe if I get one to two clients a month, I'll be able to pay for this and this and this. So it it really is just having a plan. You can't just do, that's what I, I, I tell people all the time. I'm like, yeah, you know, quitting your job is like amazing. But do you have a plan? Do you have an end goal? Or do you have a goal for like, for this year? What's going on? If you have that goal and you believe in it and you've been talking about it, for years, months, whatever it is, is because you believe in it. So why not put that effort that you're putting into that nine to five into your craft? And I know we hear that a lot. We hear it a lot with like the Gary V's and we hear it a lot with like these inspirational things like, just follow your faith. But what I'm here to say is it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, but you need to trust yourself that when you have these setbacks, is because something bigger is to come, and I've, I've, I feel like I am still a walking testimony of that because you know I felt like oh well I'm back home, I feel like a piece of shit you know like oh, I shouldn't be home like oh but you had your own apartment like you were good, it's totally fine because it also brought me closer to like my parents and it it brought me closer to like my brother so I feel like this this quote unquote setback. I grew in so many different departments. I grew, you know personally with my family. I was able to save a little bit more. I was able to save more to then invest in my craft. Uh, and then when I invested in my craft, I started to take it a little bit more seriously. And when you're and then when you take yourself seriously and you take your craft seriously, for some fucking odd reason, other people start to take you seriously. And then, when they take you seriously, it's like, okay, this is this is who I am. I am an artist. This is how I am going to fund myself, and this is my nine to five, and I'm happy in this nine to five. So it's hard. It was a whole process. The whole process of feeling the whole process of like feeling good took a year because the the beginning the beginning stages of it were painful. And I was, you know, going through like my moments of highs and lows and questioning myself, like, did you do the right choice? Because you were good with the nine to five. Like, you can just go back. You can call your manager and go. And it's like, no, no, that's your comfort zone fucking talking shit. You know, like, yeah, go back because we're secure there, but it's, it, If you don't dive into that gray area of the unknown and the fear, how do you grow? And so I decided to take that leap of faith and just say, hey, I know this is going to be hard. I know that this is going to be very challenging, but I'm going to do it. And I haven't looked back since. And I'm not going to say like there haven't been days where it hasn't been challenging. Last month was a very challenging month for me, but would I go back? I don't think so, because I feel like now that I've mastered this, I can keep going further and keep going you know, forward and and looking at new ways to to make money. I feel like money comes and goes. But how's your mental? How's your psyche? Like, are you happy with what you're doing? That's way more important for me. Um, so, yeah, it was it was hard. But the end goal, which I'm still not there, I'm still working on it. But where I'm at right now.
0: I'm so happy that I did that. I grew. Yeah.
1: yeah. I grew as a person. So.
0: Yeah, I love, no, I love that cuz I think that uh, you know, for a lot of folks when you look back at kind of, you know, what what success means, I think that's the problem at times is the idea that, you know, having the 9 to 5 and going to work and punching clock, which is fine, you know, I think is, you know, but that's how sometimes people define success is always a job and you have your own apartment and blah, 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 all this stuff. And it's like, right, right. But if you're not, if you're not happy, then like you're just work, you're just going through the motions. And so, which is fine. Like some people, like I, my new thing is, you know, work to live, don't live to work. And so if you can use the one to help with the other, that's, that's fine. But just don't get complacent and give up just because whatever you are, I mean, there's so many great stories of people at, all ages of their life that find their, you know, their second life, their second you know path, and so yeah, just don't give up. And, and and so I think people are gonna hear your story, and it's Hey, you're on you're you're honest to a fault, right? You can't, like you can't lie, like you just you tell it how it is, and I think that resonates with people. It resonates with me. This is our first time ever speaking, right? And so I think that you just there's something yeah, about yeah, yeah. that that really, you know, connects with people, and and I think that's really um, yeah, it's it's really nice because you're sharing your story and again i can see how you know sharing your story and you know how social could could be a burden at times and so you know i just thank you know thank you for what you do share and i think this episode i think this episode will resonate with a lot of people and I just uh i just i wanted to publicly thank you i appreciate all you do i appreciate thank who you, you are yeah and if there's anything we can do in you know in the future to to promote and any shows you're doing anything you know you're part of the you're part of the family now like you're saying with your, Thank you. your people and yeah you know, we're here yeah that's that's we're just working together so you know
1: i appreciate that yeah it I means a lot you. to me you have no
0: idea well i appreciate you i want to see some of those playlists so i can steal some of those good songs and act like i, I found them myself um yes, so I can share yeah <laughs> yeah right, cool and then uh yeah with radiohead if you haven't done it uh kid a it's like one of my favorite ever headphone albums. Like if you just put them on, a nice pair, of like bigger ones that wrap around your ears, and like the way that they like they play with space, like using the panning and stuff, it creates like mm-hmm. a whole, a whole thing. I could have been really high. I could, I could, yeah, I could have been really high when I did that, but it's still, I think, it resonates when, yeah. So yeah, okay. kid, yeah, Kid A, was I'm like with national anthem on there, doom 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 do, doom doom. Yeah, really good.
1: I've got to look into that.
0: Yeah, get on that. Let me know how it goes. And again, anything. I will. You know, yeah, I appreciate you, Sai, and I wish you the best.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate you for right. um, taking the time to ask me these questions and and yeah. really dive into it. And I can only be myself, so I appreciate that you hear the transparency and the sincerity of my words because I I feel like you know growing up, that's all I ever wanted. So now that I'm here, it's able right, to yeah. inspire other people. Hard, why should you know. i not be you
0: know this thing yeah This life, it's this whole thing in life is can be a little difficult at times and being you know being true to yourself when it's not the the easy way is not it's not easy you know to be repetitive but uh it should be it should be celebrated and hopefully you know if one other person can listen to this and you know feel feel comfortable in their own skin and where they're going then uh then it's really worth it so thank you and uh i hope that we, we hope we can have beers in the person we'll go down to the bronx brewery and uh, we should meet, meet for the crew sure. yeah i look forward to it i should hit up kevin and be like hey can you have a couple of brews ready like <laughs>
1: <laughs> like we're
0: yeah. going over i'll and, give it, yeah i'll definitely we'll, we'll make a whole thing of it so yeah we'll, we'll do it out once whenever this fucking thing comes normal or uh, oh, definitely man, i'm not I coming yeah i'm not coming to the bronx without giving you guys a heads up so don't worry about it i'm just down the road in connecticut <laughs> so we're all good
1: not a problem, but, you know, right. I I would love to, for sure.
0: All right, Ty, so You keep doing what you're doing, and uh, I'll be here to support you.
1: Thank you so much. Well, I appreciate day. you. All right. Bye. bye.
0: And there you have it, folks. Episode 167 is officially in the books. Cy Espinol. 16-ounce canvas. The music is so good. Hope you did this episode. Remember to check out what Cy is doing. at Cy Espinall on Instagram. Follow along with her journey and her story. And make sure to support your local artists, your local businesses, the causes, and people that you believe in. Much love and respect to the Bronx Brewery. For what they're doing, supporting local artists, as well as their engagement and involvement with what we're doing with beer culture. You can follow them on Instagram, The Bronx Brewery, on Instagram, the com Yeah. So take this episode, enjoy the weekend. The summer is over, but I think fall is one of my favorite seasons of the year. A little hoodie weather. Get outside, focus on your mental health, focus on yourself check in on those that you care about, and just just be a good human. I mean, it's it's not a crazy idea. It's nothing whack. It's nothing new. It's not earth-shattering, but we're just here to celebrate good people, their stories and adventures, and see where we end up. A little good music, good beer, good energy. And here we are. So I'm AJ. You've listened to 16 Ounce Canvas, 16ozcanvas.com one six OZ Canvas on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Use the hashtag tell a friend leave a review. Don't leave two stars please. And remember, wear a fucking mask. Be safe. Until next week, we'll talk to you soon. Don't be a stranger, my friends.